Welcome to the You Can Tell the Children podcast, a place where sharing God's word with the next generation in your circle of influence can be simple, easy, and fun. We know that intentionally teaching children about God and the relevancy of his word will be a game changer in their homes, schools, and communities. This podcast is a ministry of Bible to School, experts in engaging children with the word of God. Together, we will make sure that you can tell the children about the love of Jesus. Ready, set, let's go. Welcome back to the You Can Tell the Children podcast, a ministry of Bible to School. I'm your host, Meredith Steidler, and this is episode 125. Have you ever felt a nudge to pursue something, but your circumstances were too overwhelming to even think about taking that next step? Our guest today, Corinne Wanger, is site director over a Pennsylvania Bible to School program, and she's all too familiar with that very nudge. You'll be encouraged to hear her story that gives our God of details all the glory. Before heading out today, be sure to think of just one friend who might like to hear about this podcast and the Bible to School program, and then share this episode. Now more than ever, children need to hear biblical truth, and our program makes this simple to do. Maybe the share of this episode will be the spark needed to kickstart a Bible to School at a new location. A few other housekeeping items. Have you liked Bible to School on Facebook and Instagram yet? Did you know you can subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode? What about leaving a review on your favorite podcast channel? Believe it or not, these are all simple ways you can help us spread the word about our ministry. We just couldn't do this without you. Are you ready to hear how God worked out all the details in Corinne's Bible to School journey? Join our conversation now. Well, hi there, Corinne. It's so good to be with you today. Yes, I'm so excited. So to our listeners, we are coming to you today from southeastern, the southeastern part of Pennsylvania, where it is cold, so cold. (laughs) So so our goal during this member highlight is to warm ourselves up and you all as well with some really awesome God stories that Corinne will share as she tells of her journey with Bible to School. So Corinne, how you doing? What's going on? Good. I'm doing great. I am. I personally love this weather. I am waiting for a big snow. (laughs) I love it. You know what? If it's going to be cold, it might as well. Yes. Give me no school. Let us go play out in the snow. Bring it on. I know. And honestly, the farmer's almanac, which my kids are like, what is that? And I wasn't even sure how to explain they are saying it's supposed to be in, you know, southeastern Pennsylvania. It's supposed to be pretty good this year, like lots of snow, probably a few days off. So we'll see. I'm so excited. Yeah. 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 So would you just introduce yourself to our listeners so they know a little bit about you and your family? Yes. Yeah. So I am a mom to three kids. I have a daughter who's 11, and I have two boys who are seven and four. I am married to my high school sweetheart. We have been together for 15 years. Uh, and a fun fact about me, when I am not doing Bible to school things, I am a dance teacher. Awesome. <laughs> yes, you are super involved. Yes. All the kids. I love being with the kids. <laughs> cool. So, so cool. Well, can you just share one way you and your family try to keep the winter blues at bay? Yes. I love this question. So every Friday night, we have the same thing that we do every Friday. We have family movie night okay. uh, and we try and match our dinner with the movie. So like last year we had, we watched the Lion King. So we had dirt pudding with gummy worms and we had ants in a log. So just fun stuff like that. That is awesome. I am totally going to try that. 
Yeah, it's fun. Just something different. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you're here today to talk about your journey with Bible to School. So let's just start at the very beginning. How did you first hear about the program? Yeah, so my daughter came home from school super excited. She was in second grade. Mom, I really want to do this. My friend invited me to go to Bible to School. And I was like, what is that? I had no clue. And she was explaining it to me. She brought home the registration form. And I was just so excited. Like I had never heard of this before. We signed her up right away and it was, she loved it. I love it. (laughs) And here we are. The second grade, how many years ago was that for for your daughter? So that would have been three years ago. Okay. And she's been in it ever since? Yes. Okay. So then how did you get involved to where you are now? Yeah. So that would have been during COVID and like when everything shut down, it actually, it had to go off campus. So we would take the kids to a church. And at that point I had an infant. Mm. I wanted to help. It just wasn't feasible at that point. So the following year, it went back to like the normal setting during the school day because it was after school at that point. And I knew like schools were shut down. You couldn't really volunteer in school. And I was like, if I want to spend more time with Brooklyn, my daughter, this is like a great place, great time to be able to do that. So I was a small group leader and it's just been a blast. We love it. We enjoy spending the time together and it's just another bonding moment. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. So I know what our listeners don't know that right now you're actually site director for a school in our area. So tell us a little bit about that change. How did you go from a small group leader to now not just overseeing one grade, but you're overseeing three. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. So I oversee second, third, and fourth grade for one of our local public elementary schools. Okay. So we have an age range. It's They're all super fun kids. They like totally make my week. But <laughs> after I volunteered in 2021, I knew I was coming back. I was like, this is, I just love this program. I love that the kids, they just get a break. It's something different from their regular day. We're learning about God, which is typically not something that happens during a public school setting. So it was right, super right. awesome. So you were actually the site director and yeah. we're given this awesome opportunity to have to run the podcast. So you had mentioned at one of our, our sessions that, that you were done and we needed a new site director. And I was just like, Oh, that's great. That's so great. And (laughs) I kept getting like whispers in my ear from God saying, "Mm -hmm, you need to do this. And I kept ignoring it and ignoring it. And it was no longer a whisper. And I was like, well, I guess this is what we're going to (laughs) do. I guess we're going to pursue this. So it was totally a God thing. That's how we got here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was a God thing through and through. I didn't know what God was whispering in your ear, but God was whispering in my ear. It's going to be fine. You can step down from this position. You know, this is, this program isn't any one person's program. It is the Lord's program. We say this all the time. That's why it's spreading. That's why it's become national now in Tennessee and Idaho. Praise God. God has his plans and his purposes to get his word out and he's doing it. He's doing the thing. He doesn't need me. I was blessed. Yeah, to, <laughs> yeah, I was blessed to do it for the, for the time period I did. And there was a little bit of stress involved. Like, oh no, like, can I step down? Who's going to fill this role? But it was wild. I think you came to me before I had even announced that I was stepping down to pursue the podcast manager position here and kind of asked, Hey, are you, are you moving on? And like, I, you know, I wanted to know a little bit more and you were excited about it. I was like, hallelujah. An amazing (laughs) woman who loves the Lord, who already knows the program is going to be fulfilling this role. And God just worked out all the details. 
Yeah. It's been awesome. So this is though, still, I've heard your story, but I'm still wanting to hear again. Wasn't it challenging for you to fill this role with a preschooler in tow? (laughs) Yeah. Because I mean, my little guy was, I guess he would have like just turned two. So yes, but I like recently, like the slogan of life has been, but God. Yes. (laughs) So we have been very blessed. Like I, the hardest part was childcare, trying to figure out what I was going to do with my youngest. And, um, he always provided childcare every single time, anytime I would think and stress about it, there was an answer. So we even had like a schedule change this year where lunch times were different. And I was like, Oh no, now I'm going to have my, my little guy and an opportunity presented itself. And now for the year he's set and God had just always provided someone to watch my son so I can do this. It's been awesome. That's really cool. What is your absolute favorite part, if you have one, of the Bible to school hour? Oh, without a doubt, it is small group time. That's where I started. I was a small group leader my first year. What I love is you get to know the children one-on-one really, really well, and you get to learn their heart. So you learn what they're afraid of, what gives them so much joy, and everything in between. I'll never forget last year watching a small group leader pray over one of our children who was stressed. She was nervous and like the visible lift of the child's shoulders after the prayer, like it gives me goosebumps. I had to walk away last year because I was crying. I was like, I wish every child had that moment. Yes. Yes. It's it's just awesome to see. Absolutely. That's amazing. I mean, I'm sure this is going to tie into your next question because what I hear from you is just love being around children, love that they get to experience this supernatural intervention in, in life. Like, so my question is, what is your why? What is your why for this, Corinne? Yeah. It's so it started out different. It originally was to be able to spend more time with my daughter. She was school age. I miss spending time with her. But recently I read a book for church called Family Discipleship by Matt Chandler and Adam Griffin. And I'm going to read a sentence that has just been, it's just resonated. And it's all I can think about lately. It says, being a parent and having your own children does not relieve you of the responsibility to help other children and families in your community come to know God as well. Wow. So I so often get caught up in my own family. Yeah. I mean, the whole reason I started was my family, the selfishness of wanting to be around my kids, but it's not, it's not about just me and my family. There's so many more kids and a lot of our children in the program are unchurched. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're hearing all this stuff for the first time and to see those light bulb moments and the questions, it's just the biggest blessing in my life that I didn't know I needed. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's a good reminder. You know, I feel that way sometimes too. Like I know I just need to zero in on my family. Like they're the first priority after the Lord. But yeah, I think, I think having that mindset of, well, we can't just hide in that bubble. We have to Mm -hmm. also allow the Lord to use us wherever we are, whether that's in our neighborhood or like for you in the Bible to school setting, some people, it might be actually helping out with PTO or being in the school, but just allowing the Lord to maybe stretch you a little bit past those boundaries, right? That's good. Absolutely. Good advice, yeah. Corinne. Let's pause right now and take a question from one of our Bible to school kids. My mom says she connects with God every day. How do you do that? Children are so observant, aren't they? We talk a lot about being intentional with discipling our children 
and the children around us. And sometimes that means being intentional with our own spiritual disciplines, like reading the Bible and praying, so we can continue to grow in faith and set the example for our family. Kudos to this mom for incorporating God into everyday conversation and inviting her child into a pattern of connecting with God on a daily basis. Pointing out to kids great real-life examples when we see them really makes an impact and answers this question well. You mentioned your three kiddos, and so I'm just curious, do you incorporate some of what you're teaching the students at Bible to School in your own family discipleship? And if so, tell us more. Yeah, absolutely. So I wouldn't say it's like a particular Bible to School lesson, but we're constantly reminding the kids, you are enough. Like God made you the way you are for a reason. And we've had some struggles at home with our kids recently. And I'm constantly trying to tell them you are enough. You are enough. You Like you are so enough. Just reminding them that no matter what their friends may say, because sometimes our friends say things that aren't nice, they're just not thinking or what the devil may whisper in their ear that they're enough. And recently my four-year-old, we've said to him, we're like, buddy, how did you get so cute? Or how are you so smart? And his response is, Jesus made me that way. And that moment of when he says it with this big smile on his face, I'm like, okay, that was my mom win of the day. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Claim that win. You yes. know, because the top three things we say this all the time that every kid wants to know the answer to before, like, I think it's in the ages of exactly Bible to school, like preteen age, second, third, fourth grade, they are starting to ask those questions like, where do I come from? What's my purpose? And mm -hmm. your little boy already knows the root of all that is God made me Jesus. I'm this way because of him. Like that is what we are trying to teach everyone on this podcast. That's why we created this podcast. You can tell the children that they are who they are. It is enough. Their identity is in Christ. And that's all we need. That's amazing. Good work. Good work. <laughs> so God's stories, kids ask some of the best questions. Sometimes they're, they're funny. Sometimes they're crazy. Bible <laughs> school, I feel like we kind of get a great mix of all of the things. So from your time as site director, do you have any that you could share with us for our listeners? <laughs> sure. I have two. The classroom that we're in, we're at a church that has like a lot of stuff hanging on the walls and the kids yeah. love like looking at it. And one girl goes, you mean to tell me Jesus walked on water? And I'm like, yes, he did. And she's like, there's no way. Like just listening <laughs> and seeing their reactions, the different things. Yeah. That one just kind of made me chuckle. Aww. And then like following up with the parents and emailing home, like, hey, your kiddo probably wants to read about this story. Um, it's fun. Yeah. The second one was, and this one always kind of makes me a little sad, but also very happy when they ask. They're like, so you're, all you're saying I have to do is just ask Jesus to live in my heart forever and I can go to heaven. I'm like, yes. Yeah. It's that simple. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. You know, um, to our listeners, I actually get to be a small group leader under Corinne. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's such a, it's such a blessing. And on Thursdays, so we know the same kids, we have the same kids. She knows who mm -hmm. I'm talking about. The one little girl in my group, similar to that, we were learning about the Holy Spirit. So this is fourth grade and you dig a little deeper. And we're talking about the three in one father, son, Holy spirit. And she's similar. She, she looks up, she says, you mean God's spirit lives in my heart. <laughs> and it is, it's like, yeah, it's so cool. And that's how we can live 
like Jesus, but that's yeah. only the, the only way we can live like him with the Holy Spirit's help. So super, super cool to be able to share that with you, Corinne. Yeah, I love it. Also when, you know, being site director and mom and how many hats do you wear? I mean, we don't even keep track anymore, right? Um, (laughs) (laughs) I know that God is moving and grooving because I get to hear in VIP time, like you mentioned, the things the Lord is impressing on your heart. I get to have conversations with you. Would you share with our listeners in this season of your life? What is one thing God's really been laying on your heart or teaching you? Yes. So Recently, I've and I already said this, I've been stumbling across the phrase, but God, I, it's just like everywhere in my life right now. And I am just really learning to lean into that, whether it's personal struggles that we're having or struggles that our children are having. You know that I'm going through some situations with my daughter where people are saying, oh, she'll never be able to do this or she'll never be able to do that. And I want to have realistic expectations, but God. Yeah. God does what God wants to do. And I just keep telling myself that, that things may seem impossible, but nothing is impossible for our God. Amen. Amen. Do you repeat that on the daily? All the time. (laughs) It's on my, it's the lock screen on like my different devices so that I'm constantly reminded. That's so good. good. Yeah. Well, so based on that, what is a word of encouragement that you could leave our audience with today? Yeah. It's going right along with it, but God, nothing is impossible for God. He is in every single situation. I often find myself saying, we're complaining here. Have we prayed about it as much as we're talking about it? Often the answer is no. (laughs) So that, that forces me to like regroup, rein it in and pray. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever tell the kids, but God, like, have you, have you brought that up to your Bible to school kids at all? I haven't. No. I should. Maybe we, maybe like, maybe that's on our list. Add that. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I think it's also kind of funny because, well, I have a friend who likes to say God has a really big butt. Uh, yes, <laughs> I like. <laughs> Not B U T T, but you know what right. I mean. Well, I, guess, I think yeah. kids like to chuckle and they think it's silly, but it gets the point across that nothing, like you said, is impossible with God. And that's scripture right there. So yeah. how much? cooler is it that right there, they can hide that word in their heart. Absolutely. So, well, Corinne, I know that the kids look up to you. I know they look forward to their time. Thank you for your ministry. And I hope that this conversation helps other people know, even with a preschooler in tow, God works out the details. And, you know, if you're called to it, he doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called. So he will do it and he's doing it for you. Thank you so much for your service. Absolutely. Would you please just close our time together in prayer? Absolutely. Father, thank you so much for the Bible to School program and all the children's lives that it's changing. Lord, we are just so blessed to have access to this program. There's so many parts of the world where there's underground churches and people fighting for their lives just to stand for you. Lord, we have just ended the Christmas season and we are just so thankful for your son. You brought him into this world and he just endured so much for us. Lord, thank you for the fresh start, the fresh new year. Lord, we thank you for your guidance. We want to pray special protection over our students in their schools. And we pray that you would just fill our volunteers, our bus drivers, our students, just with your inexplicable joy that only you can provide us with. Lord, we pray that that would just beam so brightly that it would just draw more people to you. 
in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I hope you're leaving the show today repeating the truth Corinne shared more than once, that nothing is impossible with God. Have you felt a nudge to get involved in bringing the word of God to the children in your public school, similar to Corinne? If you want to learn more about bringing Bible to school to your school district, head on over to our website, bible2school.com. That's bible2school.com. And click on the Start a Program tab. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to tune in here next week as I talk with a mom who recently joined her district's school board and has some wonderful wisdom to share with us all. Until then, remember, you can tell the children about the love of Jesus.